0: The world has seemingly shrunk. Everything is interior now. But the forces of nature continue on as if nothing has happened. Because they're a bunch of stubborn bastards, those natural forces. The waves, for instance. The waves are incessant. They talk to each other every day. About every which way they're going to find the shore. And then they do it. Every wave in a different pattern to the last. Finding sure. They do it whether they have an audience or not. Because they love it. Because it's what they do. And because they're basically just crazy. You'd have to be. To, you know, be a wave. Sorry, I never claimed to be all poetic and that. I don't know what got into me. Let's get on with some stupid stories instead. Ready? Then say it with me... Welcome to Ollie's World.
1: Ah, uh, hey guys! So lots of exciting, game-changing happenings are going on down here at this and head office. There's been some really great synergy among the staff here recently. An all-time synergy high on the Synergometer, in fact, because everyone else, and I mean literally everyone else, catering staff, cleaners, and at the very bottom of the barrel, sales, None of them are coming into work anymore, and I'm not getting any emails or video calls off them either, so as far as I'm concerned, I am the last man standing. Uh, Viscera Foods is now The Tobias Howling Show, if it wasn't already, and uh, I couldn't be more excited about activating this bold new brand strategy for Viscera Foods. So last Monday, I woke up, crawled out from under my desk, shoved my now rather dirty duvet and pillow into the drawer. I haven't had time to clean them, or my suit for that matter, Uh, there's just been loads of work I've had to be getting on with, Uh, and I decided to give a little speech to the rest of the office to get them raring to go for the work week ahead. Uh, So I jumped up onto my desk, uh, said a few words, uh, you know. Uh, Let's find our clients' wow values, go the extra mile, and carpe diem every diem. Uh, I always love to use Latin or some philosopher's quote I found on Google Images. Uh, Really inspiring for my team, I find, Uh, and they definitely found my speech inspiring. Uh, They all started clapping for me. Uh, First the printer, then a couple of the ergonomic management chairs joined in, and uh, even the little guys like the staplers and the tea mugs. uh, They all stood up and started clapping and cheering, and even wolf whistling for me! Uh, Really great to hear that sort of response from my team. Uh, Even if they're all new around here, it's so good to have this much enthusiasm for viscera foods. But there was still one dissenting voice. You see, the bin in the break room hasn't been getting a lot of love or attention lately. Uh, it's used to being fed tea bags and meal deal packaging on a steady basis all day long. Uh, but since I've been the only person in the office, uh, the bin's only getting fed once twice a day sops, and it's becoming a right mopey sod about it now. Uh, we can't have that sort of low office morale here at Visera Foods. So to cheer the bin up and get everyone working as a team again, me and a couple of the ergonomic chairs from marketing put our heads together, and by close of play Tuesday, uh, we'd built up a little race course around the office. Uh, The chairs had kindly agreed to serve as the rides for me and the bin, Uh, and we'd have ourselves a little Grand Prix with all the staplers and mugs and post-it notes cheering us all on. Uh, We had such a great fun wheeling around the empty desks and corridors, uh, all the way to the finishing line in the boardroom where the bin and I crossed the line in a dead heat and uh, declared ourselves co-winners really great fun, great team-building exercise, Uh, things were getting really tough, but now office morale has never been higher, Uh, and best of all, I was really worried I was going to go a bit stir-crazy, living and working permanently in the office all on my own, Uh, but so far I've remained completely sane. And the bin, and the chairs, and the post-it notes, and all the other objects in the office can vouch for me on that one.
0: This is a public information film. Hello children. As you may be aware, Great Britain is experiencing a crisis, be it nuclear war, chemical mishap or foreign occupation, meaning that your school, college or vestibulary has been forced to close. But don't worry little ones, you will still be able to take your summer examinations and earn qualifications that will be recognised in the post-apocalyptic world. Your government or alternative power structure such as despot or chieftain will be issuing Emergency Children's Examinations, or ECIs, that will act as equivalent qualifications to O-Levels in these exceptional circumstances. So don't panic more than your state-mandated panic quota, and make sure to revise, in between continuing to breathe non-poisonous air and evading enemy insurgents. Your future is in safe hands, children, if you'll pass your ECIs, that is.
1: Oh mate, I'm so pissed, that like, fucking found out that our exams are going ahead now, like the government put out that we're going to be doing these ekkies, like, mate, what the actual fuck? But if I wasn't stressing my nut off already with all this virus shit and what's going to happen in the future, like, now I'm going to have to sit my brain down and get it all under control and do these exams, man, and, uh! This is too much for one fucking easy to take, man. Feels like I got voices in my brain, I swear. And they're all telling me to take out my pure fucking rage on the first little dickheads I see who deserve it. I'm talking pricks who hurt people who can't defend themselves, like, pricks who deserve a proper beatdown. And there's plenty of them here in Guildford. So I was happy, I was so, so happy. Yesterday, on my one fucking allowed walk of the day, going over the Spectrum car park then back home again, when I saw these fucking kids, like a group of five of these utter pricks, who I know don't all live in the same household, so these wankers were meeting up illegally along this path where loads of old deers and old geezers walk. Mate, these kids would deserve a punch in the teeth just for that, mate. But the thing that really pushed me over the edge with them was overhearing their shite conversation as I walked past them. Mate, these lads... Actually, I can't even call them lads, they don't even deserve to be called lads. These scum, yeah, these scum were fucking bellends, pure and simple, like. Being loud as fucking public, disturbing all the old geezers, saying some proper inane try-hard shit, like. Ooh, I better want a spliff. Haven't had a spliff for two days. Or like, Look at my arsehole, look at my bumhole. Just weird edgelord shit like that. Just nonsense things like, This is a bop. Talking about some shite song they were playing out loud on their phone. All of this, plus they were wearing cool, ironic clothes like aviators, a woolly hat with them flappy ears or pyjama bottoms. Like, have some fucking respect for yourself, you try-hard, pretentious, tips wanks and you know what? I was going to let all that side, just keep on walking past and get on with my day in there. But no, they had to be a bunch of piss ants and call me out, didn't they? See, as I was walking past, one of them shouted, out, look at that arsehole. And then we started of giggling away to each other. Well, they picked the wrong stressed out mental bastard to antagonise. Because as soon as another one added, look at that bumhole!" I fucking rushed them. I ripped these stupid cretins apart, mate. BANG! One who called out first went down like a sack of shit. And his mate next to him tried to scream out, Henry, no, but BANG! I decked his ass too. But which time, the others were scattered to the wind. Ran off to the four corners of Guildford. Cause they was too scared to fight me 3v1, let alone 1v1, mate. You gonna 1v1 me, mate? No. Cause I'm the king. Never forget that. And you know what? Munching those wankers really boosted my mood, mate. Really de-stressed me. Highly recommend it if you're wound up, need a release. Just find a bunch of stupid dickheads who deserve it, and bang, man, bang.
0: This is my part. I'm missing it.
1: Well, I never thought I'd live to see the day. And I still can't quite believe it actually happened. If you told me during the 1980s that Little Rod's karaoke parlor would ever, ever close its doors. I would have laughed straight into your obviously lying face. Then started snogging the eye candy but definitely would have been on my arm, ignoring you and your lying lies. But now, it's happened. We've come to the absolute worst of circumstances. Little Rods is closed. Due to this bug that's going around. And all the students who are renting out my rooms have buggered off back to mum and dad back in the home counties. And they're all demanding their rent money back, but that's not the worst of it. Worst of all, I've had to turn to the internet to get my fix of karaoke. That's right, after fighting the insolent march of technology for so long, seeing it slowly, indiscriminately destroy everything that's good about this country, I've finally been forced to cave in. But only, only for the good of Little Rods. You see... Helen and Alexis, the terrible twosome had run the joint, reckon that they can trot me out online, get me to croon some of the classics on camera, and get punters to chuck us donation money, which we can use to keep the parlor afloat in these tough times. So Helen, Alexis and I put our heads together, not literally of course, I wouldn't go near those two Twisted Sisters even if we weren't all doing the social distancing, but we all pitched in and spent several hours of utterly backbreaking labor trying to figure out the internet. And oh, oh, there's so much to figure out. Like, what is a Twitch? How do you make a Twitch work? What is an OBS? How do you make an OBS work? Didn't OBS have a top 10 hit at one point? Why is my upload speed so bad? What is Wi-Fi? Since when did everyone move on from dial-up? And how do we convince anyone, literally anyone at all in the entire world, to watch me? This was a never-ending list of questions and confusion. I was left utterly confounded by the whole ordeal. But, we got there. We managed to, through hell and high water, pull off our virtual karaoke night. And the stream was, yes, at times, completely unwatchable. And I ranted about the nerds in Silicon Valley ruining everything maybe one too many times, I admit. So much so, actually, that Helen X's had to cut me off at one point. And the pair of them forced me to sing at least one contemporary tune, or as I like to call it, modern pop guff. We eventually elected that Billy English song, and I hated every single second of it. But I made it to the end. I did. I persevered and put on a show, that anyone who watched, won't be forgetting in a hurry. So, now that the Karaoke King is online, who knows what I'm gonna do next. Whatever it is, I'm gonna try really, really hard not to make my next move. Click on Belinda's Facebook page to see how she's doing. No sir, I'm not gonna do that. No way, no way in hell. I'll oh, go on then. One little peak can't hurt.
0: So you made it to the end of the episode. Brilliant. That means you probably didn't hate the last 15-odd minutes. Or you could just be asleep and letting this auto play. If that's the case, I'll be respectful of your sleep and play us out with the sounds of gentle waves, finding sure. And if you are awake, well, it can't hurt you to listen to some waves, now can it?